0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I'm Brian here in North Texas, and I'm joined tonight by Frank. Hey, Brian. It sounds like you've got a washing machine going in the background. I don't know what's going on there.
1: I shouldn't have a washing machine, though. The, the, the neighbor's air conditioner is going off. Okay. So it could, be, it could be the sound of the air conditioner. I apologize for that. You, you might be the only one that could hear that, though. It's possible. It's not really making it to the track. Let's no. hope.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so how are you doing? It's just the two of us tonight. We can make it if we try. I've heard. Just <laughs> the two of us, you and I. <laughs> well, yeah. It's whatever. After all, how does that song go? Doesn't matter. Something about Will Smith and his kid. Well,
1: it does say it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, actually, we're gonna make it after all. Is what I was thinking of. That's the, the Laverne. And,
0: that's Laverne and Shirley theme song. Isn't that Cheers? No. That is Laverne and Ah, dang it. Yeah, yes. it's,
1: it's one of those corny shows. Okay, I got it all mixed it, up, Ryan. No,
0: no, good. no, no, not Laverne and Shirley. It's the Mary Tyler Moore show. That's We're right, where she throws it. the hat up in the a air right in front hat. of the
1: Dayton store that yeah. doesn't exist anymore in downtown Minneapolis.
0: Yeah. Guys, we just took you down a trip through Memory, memory Lane. We'll um, collect the quick charges on the way out quick the door. The trivia
1: question what was her job? She was a news reporter. Ooh, uh,
0: good job, Brian! Yeah, and it was risque it was at chaotic. the risque at the time because women women folk weren't allowed to be in the journalism room where the news is written. That's yeah. right. So yeah, that was good
1: shit. Um, haven't really seen that show ever, but there is a statue <laughs> over in downtown Minneapolis. So I know it was a big deal in American pop culture.
0: Uh, do, oh, please tell me that people in Minneapolis talk shit on the people of. of philadelphia for having a statue of rocky in uh in downtown okay cool so just so we're clear the both of y'all have statues of fictional characters well let's be real city center nothing goes as far as robocop wait there's a statue of robocop somewhere
1: hell yeah i believe it's in detroit
0: that's a let me look it up real quick but i'm pretty sure it's (laughs) robocop has
1: its own statue or his his i guess no it's an it right we're not going to have gender-identifying yeah. robots. let
0: well, gender-neutral <laughs>
1: robots. <Yeah. laughs> no, but I mean, like it's 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 an it. Like that it's is a an thing. It. Well, it's an animate object. Yeah, but uh, I like guess it's, it's an animate, in an emotion like unemotional object or mm, yeah,
0: that, anal emotional object. Yeah, it's an emotional <laughs> ob- animal, anal emotional object It <laughs> only moves its butthole.
1: <laughs> well, okay, so yeah, it is. It 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 is just it has has just been um say erected say erected in, yeah erected in detroit thank you it, yeah it well actually i don't know if it has it's still so it got crowd funded and i'm not sure if it's there yet or not as of august or sorry may 2nd 2018 they had finally found a home for it at the michigan science center but i'm not quite sure if it has been installed yet?
0: So, it 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 is there. Michigan levels of science include sci-fi robot cops. Yeah. Good. Perfect.
1: Hey, let's get you gotta, to. You got to find a way uh, to include science in everything you do. Why do you think the state the state of Michigan is so cutting edge? Right. Because they're shaped like an oven
0: mitt, and they refer well, to themselves I mean, as the mitt in the palm of the mitt toward the thumb of the mitt of Michigan. You know, and the oven mitt shape
1: lends itself to being able to be very hot, and also very cold. Ah, oh. but still be temperate. Oh, uh, I guess
0: that's yeah, either a deep, pretty witty, case, witty banter, either a deep cut, was. or the most boring comment ever made. <laughs> You're like nowhere left behind. No hot takes here, because we also have no cold takes. We just have That's right, because we wear gloves. We have temperate... We treat everything takes. with gloves. <laughs> Oven mitts, to be exact. Oven mitts. That's why we can't do precise things. So, speaking of precise things, Frank, what are you drinking tonight? I am uh, not... I'm sorry, you broke up there. You're what? You're just shaking your head no, and now your shit's frozen. What's happening? Frank? Uh, all I heard was a sigh. What is up? Can you hear me now? Yes. What are you drinking? Good.
1: Um, yeah, I'm not actually drinking anything at the moment. I'll probably go get a uh,
0: Leclerc here in just a minute. So this is going to be, I think, the first ever cast where neither people are, or like, none of the, none of the hosts are drinking anything, because <laughs> I'm drinking Canada Dry Diet Ginger Ale this <laughs> evening. It's the Quarterly um, Challenge. Part of the Whiskey Tribe. We're doing the Quarterly Challenge. I'm catching up with them. So it's dry. What week. is the Quarterly? challenge it is dry week so oh, okay. you take you take seven days and uh you don't you don't consume alcohol you do a little reset and make sure everything is good to go your fu- your body's functioning without alcohol intake <laughs> and uh make sure everything's good it's just a it's also a good reset for instead of blasting your palate every night with beer or booze and it's just a it's just a good reset i was going to participate from hour to hour with them because they started at noon on saturday And as you know, I was busy on Saturday. Busy. I mean, noon Saturday is quite the
1: time to start.
0: Well, they do it. So they do it noon to noon. So next Saturday, they'll have a little live stream where they break their Uh, they break their challenge.
1: Well, they obviously have a party planned. Yes. And it's
0: actually not too far from. You actually over in Dripping oh. Springs at the uh, Wizard Academy or at the Oh, car- are they like asking for people to attend? No, no, it's just a they. That's where their distillery is, well, the Crowded that Barrel. Change. Fair enough then. Yeah. Okay. In that they just case, case, not attend, I guess. They cast out of there. You got well, you got to be invited. And hmm. I, mean, I thought it was as simple as just you know shooting no, them a message on Facebook. The- hey, we a fellow. Very popular million listener a week cast bigly popular podcast actually i do I was going to send you over to pick up a bottle of their whiskey they had um they're actually allowing online sales of their whiskey, <laughs> <laughs> mm. so you can buy up to two bottles a person and they'll hold it for up to two years, so you can buy it from anywhere around the world. You just have to have somebody. To pick it up, pick pick it up. up or okay. you have to be there to pick it up. Sorry, I got to turn my fan off. Sorry, I'm getting a weird it's okay buzz. There's a
1: distinct possibility that the train might come by right when you're back. So,
0: oh, yeah, I it's cool. Hear, I can hear the tracks are rumbling. I can hear the train a coming. It's rolling through, beautiful. Yep. Okay, cool. Anyway, I can I can carry us through. But, uh, I do prefer the old Canada Dry. I don't know if you have a preferred diet ginger ale. Uh, if I oh, or just ginger ale in general. I mean, so
1: Canada Dry is probably the best ginger ale out there. I do like,
0: um, I think it's called Black Seal. Okay, uh, sounds fancy. Uh, is it Black Seal? I'm a fan of Verner's Black Seal
1: Rum. Sorry, and I think Black Seal, yeah, Black Seal has a ginger ale as well that mixes very well. It actually is what is supposed to be. In a, it's Goslings. That's what mm. it's called. Goslings. Okay. And it's it's the. That's the, ginger beer, though. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. But it's the, a lot of places like they will interchange the two. There's right. not. So if you ask for a dark and stormy, which is a traditional, dark Jamaican rum, you get a suntan stormy beer. Daniels.
0: What? You get a suntan stormy Daniels.
1: You. Oh, that's what you do. <laughs> anyway. uh, Good on point. Um, no, so yeah, if you ask for a dark and stormy, it's a black. Um, it has to be black seal rum. It's the. It's got the yeah the seal on it. Gosling's <laughs> rum, and then you uh, the seal on mix it. that with their ginger beer. But a lot of places they'll just do ginger ale because ginger beer is pretty expensive, and it is. quite frankly, the cost to flavor ratio is not there for me. <laughs> it's just not not cutting it for you. No, it's not. It's not quite at the level that it needs to be for me to go drop. I don't know, twenty four cans for twenty six dollars. That that's is insanity. Not cheap. I,
0: that's why. Okay, so I like Verner's. If you've never had it, it is delicious. It has that ginger beer like. Ginger beer typically has a big bite to it, a big like ginger kick. Whereas ginger ale is typically on the lighter side of the ginger flavoring. Yeah, and some people prefer that. They prefer like the stomach settling of uh, ginger flavor and the carbonation of ginger ale, but they don't want that burn (laughs) from ginger beer. So Verner's ginger ale gives you that burn, that that real ginger burn, and it's super tasty and it's quite inexpensive. And you're you're about the burn. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah Some, sometimes depends. you just kinda you kinda need it. But the the cool part about you know, the you, burners you is they you have can always, the you can
1: always do ginger ale and put ginger juice in there. If you're
0: about um, to burn but you're not quite sure. Because it doesn't I'm, take a lot of ginger juice to add burn to anything. Yeah, I'm also <laughs> not about milk and ginger root really. I'm honestly Oh well, no, they sell that. Oh, on okay, like Amazon or at Whole Foods or whatever. Don't have people Whole add the smoothies
1: instead of adding the ginger root because ginger root can get quite expensive.
0: Uh, see, I, th- what's cool about ginger root is that if you blend it up, mm-hmm. you get all the good, uh, all the goodness from that ginger root, like the fibrous f- fibers from the ginger root. And Not everybody's about that fiber. Uh, you got to have fiber in your life, especially if you're going to make like a veggie smoothie or like Joe Rogan calls it Hulk jizz. those bright green. Kale, mm-hmm. celery, cucumber, pear shit. Stuff changes your life. It oh, it'll fucking change a lot of things about your life. About like how far away you are from a bathroom at any given time. Yep. But they're good. They're delicious. And they give you like run through like juggernaut energy. Like Frank's horse's energy just runs right through fences. They don't even give a care. So a quick question. Did you um
1: If you did the smoothie thing, Uh right, would you ever do, like, a a smoothie or juice cleanse? Where it's just nothing but smoothies or juice? Yeah, for, like,
0: seven days or five days. No. (laughs) And it's... I don't know. If I were single, living, like, and I wasn't cooking for my family, maybe. But, honestly... Cooking's a pain enough as it is. There's some nights where I literally cook three different meals Ugh. and prep, like, lunches for the next day, and that's a pain in the ass. By the time you're done with all that, you just want to fucking eat something that you've cooked, and making a goddamn fruit or juice smoothie would just be ridiculous. Yep. Plus, if I'm making, like, if I did it, I would have to have Mrs. Brian involved, and juicing two people's meals seven times, you know, seven days, at least three times a day, most likely like five times a day. That's expensive as all fuck.
1: Yeah, but so my my reason for not being able to do it isn't even that kind of deep. It's just if I go, I don't know, if I have a smoothie for breakfast, because I think we've all done that Mm -hmm. and can relate to that you do a smoothie for breakfast, by the time lunch rolls around, are you really in it for another smoothie? Like, I know my mind, never. I will break. I might be able to do it one day, and I'll break day two. Yeah. Like, it just, it, that's why I have all the respect for the, the Muslims who go through, uh, it's Ramadan, right? It's the fasting month. You're asking the wrong person. I think it's Ramadan. So, when they go through Ramadan, I've, living in New York, right, and la, unlike living in fucking, I don't know, Stillwater, Oklahoma, you actually meet people who go through these
0: things. Hey, we, you, knew,
1: you lived with someone who did it, Frank. Correct. But what I'm saying is, no. is the odds of other people oh, in yeah. that area having met anyone that did ramadan is slim to none right
0: right
1: yeah no because they they probably would have filed an immediate petition to get moved out of the bed (laughs) Um, he's trying to convert me here by doing his daily prayers i heard him praying in my direction yeah (laughs) which happened and i had zero (laughs) mind of (laughs) any of this Um, because I was just
0: like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> so, As you sat in your boxers and played video games at three in the afternoon, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, he was fasting, not drinking a goddamn thing.
1: <laughs> it's very, I mean, very healthy. actually. And we
0: were we were sneaking Lining Kugel's berry vices into the <laughs> dorm fridges. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we lived very different lives. <laughs> but Sorry. What I anyway,
1: what it comes down to it, like you get a lot of you gain a, re- a lot of respect for people who go through stuff like that i can't do it but i do i have there's a lot of kind of mental kind of wiggling that needs to happen to be able to commit to something like that i just can't to me it's like what what, what, what why are we doing this cuz a book said <laughs> it or cuz mainly a book cuz i mean the juice cleanse and ramadan right they both read, <laughs> they, they both go back to some book so sure or a blog post which is
0: like modern day book
1: well yeah but i mean whatever
0: (laughs) just assume in
1: 2000 years people just be like in history so (laughs) anyways yeah it's just like i don't know boggles my mind i have a lot of respect for people like that but i just thought about that because it's to me yes the additional responsibility of like juicing your own stuff and going through that yeah okay definitely i wouldn't even get to that point like Wouldn't do it. I can barely meal prep. I, meal prep to me is like, just make a massive pot of something for the week. <laughs> like, I'm prepped. It's not, I want to eat something different every day for the rest of the week. No. Yeah. I don't know. Meal prep is literally, dinner's prepared for the week and it's pasta sauce. Have at it. Have at it every <laughs> night. I, uh, no, it's done.
0: Mrs. Brian and I used to meal prep on Sundays. Like We would devote all day Sunday to meal prep. And we did that for about two months and I can tell you right now, I was never more miserable in my time living with another human. <laughs> it fucking sucked. Every they, they, everyone was in the kitchen, like including ba- the the little one. Like we're all just in the kitchen, tripping over each other. And you've seen my kitchen; it's not like it's a small place, but we managed to trip over each other constantly, just fucking without <laughs> fail. It's so annoying. When you can't do it by yourself, you'll drive yourself bad shit crazy.
1: Well, here's, uh, here's the way I see it, is if you got the wherewithal and it doesn't drive you nuts, I actually think there's some validity to um, meal prepping and drinking juice every once in a while instead of a meal. And, yeah, that stuff's all good. Not for me, though. Not for like, you. I, I can't do it. Um, I'd, I'd rather just have – you know which one I could do, Brian? Okay. I could do something like Jenny Craig. Well, she it? shows
0: up with all the food. Oh my god! I heat
1: it up, and that's it. <laughs> like, I feel like I could do that. Well, I yeah. could
0: probably do that. I hope so. Like I, I hope that you could pull that off. <laughs> Seriously? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. As
1: soon as breath. you're asking me to whip out the juicer, I actually we have a juicer
0: here, really nice ju- juicer, one of those Breville ones. Got yeah. as a wedding gift. Yeah, I I have one as well. It sits in okay. the top of my pantry. Never, so, it's, it hasn't been used in six years. I used it. I used it twice, and
1: actually declared to my dad that it was too difficult to clean because mm-hmm. I thought it was. <laughs> it it is very difficult to clean. He oh hold on. He uses it. He goes. You just clean the container where the juice goes, and you clean the basket where you grind the 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 fruit mm-hmm. and I was like no nah, there's like five no there's like two pieces to this whole blender. No. Oh. You spray it out <laughs> you have it <a> dry. <laughs> I was thoroughly embarrassed by
0: the fact that my my lame excuse was that it was too
1: difficult to clean. It's not.
0: I, mine is pretty damn difficult to clean because the little the spinner, the like juicer centrifugal yeah. f- like what centrifuge that's in the middle of the thing. It's got these fine like mesh blade things that sort out the pulp from the juice and that thing is a motherfucker to clean and it may be that mine's an older juicer and that's probably why it's difficult more difficult to clean but it be- might
1: it might also be that the um, the whatever you're juicing if you're juicing like carrots it probably is
0: yeah I was gonna say I was also juicing like celery and ginger mm. and Yeah, that's why I just said fucking started blending all of it together and just chewing through all the fibers. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like in my mind, the fibers were clinging on to the walls of my intestines and just cleaning everything on the way out. And that's kind of, I mean, when I pooped, that's, I mean, it's the effective.
1: Yeah. And I mean, most of your good nutrients are in the skin anyways, for most fruits.
0: That's what I thought. And that's why I like, you'll see me anytime I eat a baked potato, whole thing's gone no skin left
1: uh, yeah no but i love the skin on potatoes I don't so know,
0: americans hate potato skins and they hate
1: uh bread crust Let's for see. some reason like i think i think you eventually grow into bread crust yeah now maybe i, I mean I, uncrustables was the, all the rage for young kids and my mom was like fuck that that is too expensive like, I'll have, make you a damn sandwich every day and you can just eat around it.
0: She, like, she didn't have the cookie cutter that just cut the crust off of the off the. Yeah, I mean, I sandwich. don't
1: understand. I don't know. We grew up eating bread crust and I really liked bread crust. I actually, if bread crust to me, the butt ends is like my favorite thing to
0: eat. Well, yeah, but that's probably because you had actual bread and not like you weren't growing up with goddamn shitty white Wonder Bread, where the crust. Well, yeah, were. my parents were also very insulted when that became a thing, or when that when they found out that was the thing here. Yeah, dude, it's no, disgusting. whole wheat all the way. Okay, well, speaking of whole wheat all the way, I have a bit of an update, and I even have a drop for it. Are you ready? I'm ready.
2: It's the Delve Pleaser update.
0: Bang bang. <laughs> So um we have I I for those of you who are just catching up um I use ways very uh, like every day at least twice a day and for a while I was getting beeps from a user called dilfpleaser through ways and It happened in different parts of DFW, so it was just odd and weird happenstance that that was was going on. And then we got a Twitter mention this week uh, from one (laughs) at DILF underscore pleaser that just said, at no beer left cast, beep beep daddy, (laughs) and then (laughs) side eyes. So... You silly sons of bitches that are listeners of this podcast, I blame you uh, for bringing those deep belly laughs to my Monday afternoon uh, when I got that. I don't know which one of you did it. It's a little, like, at first I thought it was hilarious, and I reached out to some of the people who I thought were the culprits. And each one of you denied. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. There's vehemently. been a,
1: a uh, very recent update to this story i don't know if you saw it i did not but dilf pleaser has since changed their no beer left behind or changed their twitter description okay as no beer left behind's number one fan mblb and added no beer left cast <clears throat> four hours ago that says it grinds my gears for next episode when dills beep you don't beep you back (laughs) you're kidding me yeah (laughs) so
0: (laughs) yeah you're fucking kidding me
1: been a huge um (laughs) huge change of events i actually just noticed this because i wanted to pull it up just to read the original tweet
0: (laughs) 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 but yeah it has since
1: gone uh even deeper into the abyss here brian i (laughs) i will i Hand to God, I did not create this account. Um, <laughs> promise you this, I I know Parker doesn't have the technological wherewithal to use Twitter, so he did not create this account. I will vouch for that. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Derek on this one.
0: I don't think. I don't think it's
1: Derek. He has listened to eight episodes in the past month. He's, which is more than we've put out. <laughs> since the beginning of, of
0: September. So he yeah, he's catching up. I wouldn't put it past him. I see I don't think I don't think he's taking the time to do that. This is like this is some dedication. Here's why I thought it was someone in the Dallas area because all the who to follows were Dallas Dallas joints.
1: I saw that I saw that Pediculus is in there. Uh, uh-huh.
0: And I don't yep. know. It's it's weird. It's weird is not the word. It's hilarious. It's, a, it's an international mystery. It's it like is. San like Carmen Sandiego. Sure. Who in the world is? Who in the world where is? where in the world is. Who in the world is at DILF Pleaser? Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I, I kind of like this little bit here. I think we uh, we need confirmation from Dilf, Please, DILF Pleaser over the next week, Dilf. whether or not we have nailed it with Derek. I. What's your guess?
0: So, I, my original guess was... Uh, at ntx underscore beer <laughs> I, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm using usernames in yep. case anyone's out there i reached out to him last night and uh or i didn't reach out i i posted to our instagram story instagram at no beer left cast and uh i posted the screenshot that just said okay beer people beer pod people <laughs> this is hilarious i need to know who did this so i can give credit where it's due Yep, and NTX Beer reached out, and he said, "Ha ha, it wasn't me." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Damn it! All right." So well, that was where my money was. I he he said, "No, was not him." I I even thought it was my buddy Jay from Oklahoma. I know he was on a little paternity leave, and he's pretty tech savvy. That would be something he would whip up pretty quick. Now his response: he did not confirm nor deny that it was him. So Jerry's still out on Jay. So the okay, to me to me there are three possible
1: individuals. Derek, Jay, or since we've never mentioned his name, the man up in Pottsboro.
0: Oh if Oh, that is very true. I forgot because they also, a deeper cut to this, they at mentioned my personal Twitter handle on there and not so many people be someone know Someone that, that knows
1: your personal Twitter handle. So
0: what I would say is I've got those three people. I forgot about as him. My potential son of a bitch could whip this up a in a heartbeat
1: <laughs> and would keep the joke going. <sighs> now my money's on Pottsboro.
0: Okay. Well, so if, if son of a bitch.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, just, you know, use Twitter to your effect whenever you listen and let us know if we nailed it because I don't think we're going to... We're gonna get it by reaching out to people. I'm especially afraid that after the second tweet has been published,
0: <laughs> I'm afraid that we're gonna end up pissing off the. Uh, it's gonna be like you know when the serial killer uh, reads the newspaper and he sees that the credit has gone yeah. to the wrong person, Then and he all of escalates, a
1: calling out with multiple <laughs> Twitter accounts,
0: like, <laughs> the, like t- troll spamming our account. <laughs> uh, got the fucking AARP reaching out to Parker. I- Remember. <laughs> Remember the other day when you said that you would sign him up to have a free estimate for a walk-in tub in his house? I did. Yeah,
1: you, they'll you, be they'll be by here shortly.
0: I, yeah, there's a 30 day wait list for him. So I told a coworker that, and he died <laughs> laughing. He goes, "Wait." Can you really do that? Can you really call those walk-in tub people and have them go out to your friends? <laughs> I'm Hell like, yes. I'm like just tell them they're like an elderly couple and they're out there. There may be a young guy who answers to the door, but he is the live-in boyfriend of the old man who needs to walk in. First
1: off, t- there's though. no legitimate. There's no legitimate validation that you are calling. Oh, from where you're calling from. True, true. So back in the day they used to say, Oh, this area code doesn't match with the area. But since you've been able to carry your cell phone or phone number wherever you go, right. Area codes don't really mean a damn thing anymore. So when you do the and now you can spoof numbers, so they really mean nothing, but when you call, you just you're like, Yeah, no, I just broke my leg and I I'd really like to get one of those walk in tubs do you think you could come by for a quote? And then they'll say, sure, Mr. Johnson, when would you like us to come by? <laughs> and then, you know, you move on from there. And all of a sudden your friend's got a walk tub quote scheduled <laughs> for 6 p.m. on a Friday.
2: <laughs> so
1: it, yeah, I mean, it's a really good way. Parker's got some really good stories about, this is, I think actually it was through him that I learned about this whole thing, but, he used to sign people up for those late night like dildo mailers. Mm. You remember when yep. like there was a time on public TV. It wasn't necessarily public TV, but it was, it was like cable. local.
0: They would sell like, ads, ad time to local TV stations at like three in the morning.
1: Yeah. And like home shopping network would turn into this like adult zone at fucking 1 a.m. <laughs> or whatever.
0: So during
1: those times, they would always like advertise, hey, we we've got catalogs and if you want to reach out, this is how you get the catalog. So he would sign up his friends because back then again, all you needed to do is certify that you were 18 still today is check the box. So he would send them to his friends that were like 14 or 15 years old get these dildo mailers the, and <laughs> <laughs> their mom and dad's mailboxes so, oh, yeah i mean great. there's there's a lot of ways to fuck people over with those call now for free information i'm mesothelioma. yeah well call the hotline <laughs> give them your friend's number move on <laughs> you could really i mean you could ruin someone's
0: week for a good amount of time uh that shit is that shit makes me laugh Makes me laugh yeah.
1: hard. You know what didn't? I did take it a step far, and Parker did not like this.
0: There used to be apps when app. Oh no! When the app store first came out. I didn't like this either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there used to be apps, and they don't exist anymore for good reason. That you could. They're hilarious if you're not on the receiving end. Yeah. And no one no one actually ever hit me because I don't think anybody could ever figure out how to download this app because it was not in the normal app store.
0: Yeah, I wanted to punch you physically. <laughs> so
1: there used to be these apps where you could uh, send someone a text message and it would... <laughs> Now, first off, full disclosure, Brian switched from unlimited text messages to pay for, I had no idea this happened, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, had he had unlimited, this wouldn't have mattered. Yes, looking back in hindsight, I probably owe him about 100
2: bucks.
1: <laughs> so, I what mean, ended up happening yeah. is <clears throat> you, would, you, would, t- you would take a text message and you'd be able to send it in succession, either as like one massive bomb say say it's called text bombing, and it 's like if you you could send a thousand messages every second, or if you're smart, you could send a thousand text messages every five seconds or every ten and Parker so I think the most I ever got Parker with was like fifteen hundred text messages, and it was once every ten seconds. <laughs> And he had a BlackBerry. So with a BlackBerry, it would, like, lock up the screen when he got a text message every time. (laughs) He literally, like, put his phone in another room, covered it in pillows, and
0: came back, like, a day later (laughs) waiting for his phone to stop I'll tell you what you did to me, asshole. (laughs) I was trying to meet you and I think our buddy Andy, and I think Derek even might have been there. I was supposed to meet all y'all. At the Flying Saucer in Addison. Mm. And I had an iPhone 3G at the time. And I had jailbroken it so I could do live. It's either jailbroken so I could do live GPS navigation, or it was right after live GPS navigation came out for the iPhone. And I was, I had never, like, I had been to the Flying Saucer Addison before, but I hadn't been there from the direction I was coming. So, Mm -hmm. and this is, I was still fairly new to Dallas. So I'm literally relying on my phone to get around, and you hit me with the old text bomb that was like, "When are you gonna be here?" A hundred times, and with the old iPhone 3G, there's no multitasking on that thing. So it was, it, dude, I was fucked. It, it was just, I turned my phone off because it just kept getting hit over and over, 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 <laughs> over, 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 over. I was like, "What the fuck? I can't see. I don't know where I'm supposed to turn." So, yeah, it was a it was a mess and a half. Mrs. Brian's in the front seat of my car, just, what's happening, where are we going? Like, I don't fucking know. I have no idea. <laughs> Frank has bombed me with all these messages. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and then I get there, and you've got this shitting grin on your face, and I'm like, you know, it was like $15 that you just sent me. $15 worth of text messages you just sent me. What the hell, man? Well,
1: yeah, I profusely apologize now, but looking back on it, it was the right move. It was Oh yeah, it became it comedic funny. humor <laughs> a good amount of time later.
0: <laughs> it it took some time. The wounds had to heal, but looking back on it, looking back on it, the thing I was most offended by was the fact that I had a text limit on an iPhone exactly exactly like that's what weird i had unlimited data because they put they were like oh you've got a smartphone now you can just cruise all the internet that you want at 3g speeds and it was like oh yeah but hold on you only got 200 text messages so
1: (laughs) yeah which is like sparingly that's literally the reason whatsapp exists
0: yeah well that's i downloaded uh the first thing i did i got an ipod touch my senior year of college before i got an iphone And my iPod Touch had Wi-Fi. So I was like, sweet. So I just downloaded a messaging app that used a, a, you know, it would send text messages via Mm Wi-Fi. And it would come from an actual phone number. And it was dope. It was was great. I could literally text in class. And, like, unlimited. Meanwhile, my T9 cell phone, (laughs) my T9 texting cell phone, I was like, I'm paying 10 cents for each one of these bad boys. So let's just take it easy, huh? It's ridiculous.
1: Well, Brian, since it's uh, 30 minutes in and we've not spoken about the fact that Champions League Soccer has started, I do feel like we need to address this. Mm.
0: Yeah, please do do address Champions League Soccer, (laughs) and then I can talk about Europa League. (laughs) It starts on Thursday. The much lesser known uh, tournament that's happening.
1: Yeah, I mean it's Europa Leagues for the the runners up. So. Hey, it's
0: still it's a quality competition. Chelsea hey, yeah, no, very much. Chelsea very playing. much. You'll play Powell. Sevilla
1: and
0: There's definitely Europa League has a lot
1: of good um teams. And I mean, you'll play in the Champions Cup uh in August if you should win Europa League. So that's a normally a very big it's one of the bigger trophies at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, so <clears throat> the Champions League kicked off. It was a day of fantastic soccer. Um, if you were a Barcelona fan, yeah, uh, your team skated away with a messy triple, which was great, um, or hat-trick. And um, Usmana Dembele finally looked like he was worth the $140 million you paid for him. Inter Milan came back on Tottenham in epic fashion so that was just a fantastic start and then liverpool um led psg psg came back and then scored the final game winning goal on psg uh in uh extra time so it was well i guess in stoppage time it was a fantastic day of soccer most notably three things happened today okay Messi got robbed, not being even discussed as being player of the year last year. It's absolute bullshit. Like, soccer taking Messi's greatness for granted is going to be one of the longest kind of grudges. Storylines. Yeah, people are going to, people, I mean, they don't fully grasp how good Messi is. And then he's going to be gone. They're going to be like, holy shit, who do we nominate now? And you're going to see all these fucking rookies getting nominated for an award that's meant for. Football gods like Messi. So, anyways, it's fine. Whatever, no big deal. He goes out, scores three goals. Um, <clears throat> second, uh, the the broadcast has moved, and I don't know if you know this, Brian, but FS one and FS two used to be your spot for right. Champions League and Europa League. Oh, it has it has moved to
0: Bleacher Report. Wait, what? Yeah. No shit. Like an online stream? Well, TNT carries some of the games. I was going to say, I saw Turner Broadcasting has it. I have one suggestion. I don't know if you'll hit on it, but go ahead.
1: No, so TNT has turned this into a subscription-based model. Ew. unless, Unless you're one of the big teams. So, like, Barcelona matches will most likely almost always be broadcast. But someone like Tottenham probably won't um if they're yeah so say tottenham will play barcelona next week that'll be on tv um tottenham will then play say psv that most likely will not be on tv because those two fan bases are tiny in the u.s so it's bullshit it really limits soccer's exposure here in america really frustrating one of the cool things about it though is steve nash is an analyst I tend to be on the side of Steve Nash. knows a hell of a lot about soccer and is just as valid of a, an analyst for soccer as a non football player is for analyzing
0: football. Like no, you like, can be,
1: you can understand what's going on in the field without having played it at a professional level. Now
0: football. you're talking about Big Nasty from WCW. <clears throat> no, no, no. I'm talking about the
1: point guard for the Dallas Mavericks, Steve Nash.
0: Oh, I was thinking of Kevin Nash. That's right. No, sorry. Yeah, yeah.
1: no, no. The Steve Nash. Very well known for being a very good soccer player. He was actually in a youth academy before he turned to basketball. But, um, yeah, so whatever. Like, he's equally as valid as some of the bullshit NFL analysts out there, Chris Berman, whatever. So I was very entertained. I thought he was very good. Um, Finally, the fact that Champions League is back means that we now have sort of – every once in a while you get this full week of sport that is actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. So that's always entertaining. Um, So I'm very happy about it. I really enjoy midweek soccer because it's rare that anything is happening on a Tuesday or Wednesday that matters in any American sport. So, yeah, I don't know. That's it. I mean, I just figured I'd... You know, casually dropped
0: the fact that Messi scored three goals today mm. in brilliant fashion. In brilliant fashion, like a wizard that he is. Yeah. Well, you know,
2: the magic man
0: isn't. So I don't know. Maybe it's just there was a game on and he was watching. But isn't our boy Troy a Tottenham Hotspurs fan? You know, he he
1: has actively switched between fa- fan bases. Troy Troy likes soccer and he likes teams that wins so he
0: he's been a fan and i'm not saying he's a team switcher
1: i'm just saying he's got no like he doesn't his most loyal team is probably Bayern munich he's cheered for them for a long time and germany in the world cup but he did last year he got i I believe he mentioned he got into a bit of tottenham because they they had a run at the end of the year where they were real good um yeah i mean i i don't know i've not I've not had a need to switch, or not had a need. I've not been in any situation where I've wanted to switch my team allegiances. The only team that has ever pushed me to do that are the Minnesota Twins, and I will never fucking cheer for that team again. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Yeah. So ever since Joe Maurer got signed to a 10-year contract, which he is comfortably living out this year (laughs) as being his last year, I've never picked up. <clears throat> Any twins merchandise, that team can go fuck themselves. They can nuke that stadium off the face of the earth. No one will miss it. Okay. Um, just the stadium, though. Be careful. It's in a populated area.
0: So, <laughs> we just Right across the street from the Vikings stadium, too?
1: No, yeah. no, 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 no. We're way far way away from there. Also, way f- miles and miles. We are the Grand Canyon away okay. from quality franchises oh. if we're discussing these two. <laughs> okay. like, the difference between the twins spend no money, expect World Series championships to walk in the door, and the Vikings, who spend a shit ton of money, just so happens to have not won a Super Bowl yet. I am, I'm a way happier fan of the Vikings, even though they are such a fucking heartbreak, than I've ever been of the Twins, and they have two World Series titles. Like, I, yeah, Twins can go suck a dick. It fucking sucks. Got the cheapest owners on earth trying to put a product on the field. Like literally, I mean, if you're cheering for the Twins, you're hoping that Walmart sometimes sells a Tiffany
0: bracelet. Like it's just never gonna happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just not. Yeah, every once in a while, you procure a product that could be on the shelves at Bloomingdale's. Like no, that's just
0: okay. you're really asking for a lot. All right, um, what, uh, what do you think about the Vikings? Did they really sign Dan Bailey? They did. Yeah, he's at the pra- practice facility. He passed his physical. Um, yeah, he
1: will be kicking for us on Sunday. It's <clears throat> dream come it's, true. Well, here's what we're looking at here, Brian. This is this is two, um, uh, dwarf stars imploding and meeting, and we're at a point where it's like either one of the greatest kickers in the history of the world right, in football, Okay. will succeed and change the fortunes of one of the worst kicking franchises in the history of football, or will just be sucked in by the fact that the Vikings have such a bad history with kickers
0: that he, <laughs> he will fall off the face of the earth. like that he too falls into it. That's great. Yeah. I
1: mean, cause, I mean you, you are well, well-versed in the fortunes of Vikings kicking lore. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we have we have really had it rough with kickers, and
2: <laughs>
1: Zimmer is really trying to nip this in the bud real quick. Did you see his his? He got asked a couple questions at the end of the game. Yeah, and the reporter asked him a question about kind of just how the game went. And he said, "You know, I thought we played fine. We could have improved in a lot of areas, and we're working on that this week." And then he said, yeah, I I saw you cut the kicker this morning. Um, how difficult of a, of a decision was that? And he said, did you see the game? <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to uh, kind of determine. I mean, you spent a fifth-round draft pick on him. Um, seemed like uh, that'd be kind of a difficult decision. And he goes, no, it made it pretty easy. <laughs> 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 so essentially what the Vikings saw was like Dan Bailey – for a fifth round draft pick. That's oh, wow. that's how they saw the equation. Because we did spend a fifth round draft pick on a kicker, which is fucking stupid. But spent that on a kicker who was not named Dick I think it's what? Dickerson or Dickinson, the, the Texas punter, who I believe like won the M V P of the bowl game. Wow. That he played in, yeah. That dude's a fucking beast. He plays for the Seattle Seahawks. He he oh, will wait. change games for that. Are team. you
0: talking about the guy who drop kicked two yeah. kickoffs on Saturday on on
1: Monday night? Talking about him, yeah. So that that guy is a game changer at a position that normally isn't game changing. They spent a six round draft pick on him, I believe, sixth or fourth. We went and drafted a kicker that was on the team for two games. Wow. Now we have Dan Bailey, so I'm I'm excited about. Um, and Bailey, I don't, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see
0: where it goes. Yeah, it's, I hope he's just not like a head case and is a complete fuck up. Because that's, I don't know. All the all the Dallas Cowboys fans that I work with were like, "Oh, he just got rid of him. He's bad. He wasn't good." <laughs> okay, shut the fuck up. He's like the yeah. second most effective kicker in like on the on any active NFL roster, and one of the like highest percentage kickers of all time, but whatever. It's fine. I
1: mean, it's just that uh, Cowboys fans are the worst fans because of shit like that. Yep. They still trust the fact that some 80 year old asshole who flies a helicopter to and from work Mm -hmm. can make a decision for a team that is 20 years past their prime. Like literally the Cowboys should have been rebuilt in the last 20 years, three or four times. And all he keeps doing is like tinkering. Right. And you can't tinker your way to a championship. You need to, at some point, decide the methodology we will use in this day of the NFL is bam. And when he went with the offensive line, it worked, but those people get injured and he had no backups. Yeah. Cause <laughs> so,
0: he traded everyone else away or let their contracts run dry or ran them out of town.
2: Yeah, Congrats. and now
1: you are stuck with Dak Prescott, who has a fucking noodle for an arm and can't get it past five yards down. You
2: get so distracted and not like to
0: fly off a tail's ass.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really funny when they play real teams because I, I do believe the, we play y'all this year because it's the NFC North versus the uh, NFC East, and it's going to be hilarious when... The Cowboys go up against real defenses, and Dak Prescott
0: just throws f- millions of interceptions.
1: Like, he is so <laughs> fucking bad.
0: Millions. Well, considering uh, Sunday when they beat the <laughs> Giants, that was their first win this year, including the preseason. And mind you, uh, they've broken 20 points one time this year, including preseason. And they that was with wow. 21 points. So, yeah. congrats, high-powered offense. You guys are just crushing it. I guess we don't. So, Detroit has you. Detroit
1: probably place twice. On the 30th, but it doesn't look like you have any other NFC North team. I always thought that they picked two wow. divisions, one in the NFC, one in the AFC, and put them together as the non-conference and then, mm. or non-division games, and then your division games came from within. But I guess not. Anyways,
0: yeah, oh, boy. Detroit
1: sucks. So, if you don't beat them, you'll know kind of where you're at. Uh, I, I don't believe you'll beat Seattle, but Seattle's offensive line is so bad you might beat them. Same with – for the exact same reason you beat Detroit. I mean, New York, you might beat Seattle. Uh, but Jacksonville's going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> Jalen Ramsey coming to town. Okay, well,
0: it's it's whatever. I just get tired of hearing people bitch and complain on Mondays about how bad the team was. I'm like, y- you dumbasses. Do you not remember last Sunday? Do you not remember last year? Shit ain't changed. It's not going to change.
1: I mean, yeah, there's a lot. Listen, there are a lot of Texas fans with a lot of hope down here right now. Okay. It's going to be...
0: Oh, you mean University of Texas fans? University of Texas fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's going to be a rude-ass awakening. It's going to be real interesting here coming up. The (laughs) shit beat out of them. The cops will be called to Dallas at the Cotton Bowl to revive the fans and the players I've. Okay. So I think the last time I saw a Texas team come into uh, the Texas OU game this way, I said the exact same thing and they won And, (laughs) And Texas won. It was like an unbelievable, like glorious moment in Texas OU football lore. And I think it was the time that our, that Jay came down and like we were hanging out all day or, Maybe he. I think he. Maybe he even went to the game, Ooh. and was like, "Oh, it's gonna be badass." And he was staying with me when I lived in my apartment in Louisville. And then when I saw him later that night, he looked like a beaten man. <laughs> but, I mean, here here's here's the deal. On paper, these two teams are polar opposites. <laughs> they are very very different people. <laughs> very, very, very 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 different teams. And uh, I don't know. I mean, the one team has a quarterback that has.
1: Uh, $2 million house in Edmond. Yeah. And who's the other team has a, quarter, a quarterback who has a mom with a $2 million house in Westlake. Yeah. So I guess that's even. That's but even. Yeah, outside of that, <clears throat> the talent, I mean, Sam Ellinger, he is nugget. <laughs> <laughs> is i mean I, I but this is coming from a person who has taylor cornelius as a quarterback right, right. but at least a running game that resembles a top 5 in the country we have games, we have so. th- three running backs that could be top running backs in other schools <laughs> i know i mean they'd start for any other school so it, it, it but that comes to my other point is TCU mm-hmm. Oklahoma Oklahoma state west virginia probably all ranked too high like uh, West at, Virginia. We're f- yeah, absolutely. We're 15th. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You don't think there are 15 be- or there are 30 better teams than us? I I
0: believe there are 30 better teams than us. I've yeah. seen us play. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would say West Virginia is way overranked. TCU is way overranked. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, 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 Oklahoma State, way overranked. <laughs> like no, putting us <laughs> at 15 is really it's laughable. I mean- <clears throat> You're
1: really setting up this fan base. And if we win this weekend against Texas Tech and a couple people uh, lose, right, that's like almost top
0: ten. And it's going to get and, real ugly real quick when we have a Come to Jesus meeting in the middle of the, middle of the year when we play <laughs> as overrated as I think TCU is. I think that's going to be a fucking bad game for us.
1: I mean, any, any, any team that – let's see. So, yeah, so our last three games are the biggest test games we have. That's the problem. This this wave can ride into us being like, if the team that most concerns me over the next five weeks is Texas Tech, which is this weekend,
0: because yeah. they can score a shit ton of points. Well, and no one's told them that they suck, that no yeah. one ever tells T- uh, Texas Tech that they shouldn't win a game. They always accidentally win one or two key games throughout the year.
1: Yep. Now the game's at home, which makes it a little bit better. But then it's Kansas, Iowa State, who look good, but that's at home. Kansas State, who has not looked very good, but it's Bill Snyder, so there's always there. And then we've got Texas at home, so I'm hoping the crowd shows up, makes it a difficult game. Then we play Baylor. That'll be an easy one. As Um, long as we don't get sexually
0: assaulted. Yeah,
1: if we make it out of Waco alive. Then, or with our buttholes intact. Then we have Oklahoma, West Virginia, TCU. Yeah. So there is a very high possibility – that this team could be like right on the cusp of a college football playoff worth for whatever fucking reason. <laughs> like, yeah, just how- the way this, <laughs> the schedule's set up, I guess. <laughs> I'm not I'm not predicting this by any means cuz we're not good enough to do this shit, but if if it if it plays out, perfect. Yeah. And you are November 9th, Friday night sitting there going, Oh man, we might go to the college football playoffs. Just check yourself, (laughs) okay? Just check yourself at the door. I don't care how good this fucking defense is. Taylor Cornelius is no better than fucking
0: uh, Anthony Pena at quarterback. Okay, like, (laughs) and he almost got kicked out of college. He did, <laughs> yeah. So it's a throwback
1: for those non-Oklahoma State fans out there. Anthony Pena was fucking dog shit <laughs> like, under him he, and
0: Xavier Lawson, like oh, yeah. Xavier Lawson guy, Yeah, Xavier Lawson Kennedy. He yeah. got straight up kicked out of OSU for totaling some kid's car with his bare hands.
1: I do remember. Yeah, classic. Yeah, move. This, so we've had some real gems at Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know what people look like very early on in their careers when they crash and burn. Taylor Cornelius has... overrated written all fucking over him like (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like in red on his forehead this kid should not be starting for a division one school in serious contention for anything
0: (laughs) watch by the end of the season he's gonna be
1: a heisman finalist god damn it i would just (laughs) you know and and then i'll just be happy but (laughs) no at least it's on record
0: now you don't believe in (laughs)
1: him i don't I do, it's, we're 3-0, oh, we beat Boise State. I have no idea how good Boise State is. But I can tell you, every single game, there were several moments where other teams would have caught the ball. Like, <laughs> sacked him, recovered a fumble. And you would have been like, holy shit, all of a sudden it's 21-7, to
0: 7, and this kid's got to come from behind.
1: He's not had to come, come from behind. I guarantee you the first time he has to come from behind, he doesn't do it.
0: Well, Frank, I don't know if you know this, but Boise State had quite the schedule leading up to our game. They played Troy, where they squeaked out a fifty six twenty victory, and then they played the all like the all around powerhouse of Connecticut, oh, yeah, and in a real barn burner, they beat them sixty two to seven so
1: so you know what's funny is people go, "Oh, but Boise State was a good team because Troy then went on to beat Nebraska, no
0: but Nebraska's it... dog shit.
1: When, yeah, when was Nebraska
0: last relevant in
1: any fucking conversation?
0: Jay, chime in here. I know you know the exact date, but yeah. probably 2001,
1: hey, oh. like at least hell of a long time ago. So, yeah, man, I – it's funny, like I, I – I don't I don't think the Big 12 – I don't think OU is good enough to be in the college football playoffs. Like, as good as that quarterback is, their defense sucks. <clears throat> that secondary sucks. Now, can they figure it out? Sure. Mike Stoops? Probably not. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, some some by virtue of possible miracles happening in the Big 12, one team might make the college football playoffs, but I go with the fact that they're all just fine and mediocre and will all – end up outside looking in with one or two losses each because if, if someone said tcu beat ou i'd be like oh so you played like they played against iowa state yeah like wouldn't be surprising so all right enough college football talk um
0: i wish we had a receiver like hakeem butler from iowa state that's all i'm oh gonna my say god dude no shit <laughs> <laughs> that kid single-handedly could be fucking half the big 12 team if you just keep him hydrated keep him from cramping up the dude six exactly. six two twenty five. 225 just go out and just catch this just catch everything the, that i'm fucking the throw last away. time
1: i saw a receiver do that to ou was probably in this it's not because Dez's game wasn't that big or justin blackman's mm-hmm. game wasn't that big Rashawn but Woods. a receiver dominating that much was tyree kill against ou when uh when you go back and
0: watch the early 2000s where uh Rashawn... no i'm saying the,
1: the last time oh, okay. i saw Okay. So, the most recent time. Yeah. It's been a while. I mean, Tyreek Hill was four years ago, four or five years ago, when he torched OU. I think he had 180 or 190 yards receiving, something like 200 and some odd return yards. Yeah. A couple of 50 to 100 rushing yards. Like, the dude had 400 and something all purpose yards that game and beat OU. This is what this Hakeem kid looked like. And he
0: except like a foot and a half taller and like
1: yeah, but I mean it was it was that level of dominance. Like instead of speed, this was just size, just destroying OU. You don't see shit like this against OU often.
0: No. And by the way, his stat line that this Butler kid's stat line says he's six six two twenty five. Oh my god, that motherfucker is not two hundred twenty five pounds. He, no, I, on, I do believe on, one of the announcers said 260. On Donald Trump's scale, he might be 225, but that motherfucker is every bit of 240 at least. And it's yeah. solid fucking muscle. The dude is huge. No, and he's
1: the perfect NFL tight end, actually. like yeah. I, I don't think he's going to play wide receiver in the NFL unless he's fast as shit. No, he's not. Because um, the possession receiver in the NFL is worthless now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so what are they going to do? They're going to make him a tight end. And that's okay. He's or perfect for that. The world's most dangerous slot receiver. <laughs> 5 Listen, 5 receptions, 174 yards and two touchdowns. And the Iowa State
0: quarterback sucked.
1: He was their backup. He yeah. was
0: terrible.
1: Essentially, he was just like throw me a rebound and I'll try to get it.
0: Throw it anywhere in this general vicinity and by yeah. vicinity I mean from the hash mark to the sideline, I'll got it.
1: He, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Any any anywhere within this one hundred yard box is perfect. Um. Yeah. I. 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 Yeah. We were watching that. That was crazy. So, Brian. Yes. The um. The other thing that I wanted to ask you about tonight is the. Okay. So it, it's going to be a change of subject. So I think if you want to do a quick, I don't know. Do. You,
0: we don't want to do a beer count. I'm drinking water now, so yeah. I I finished my ginger my ginger ale. So I'm drinking water out of my Yeti. So uh, and even that's I need to get something.
1: Low. I have nothing, and my my mouth is really
0: dry. All right. Well, you um take it, and I'll um you go get okay. something to drink. I'll, I'll hit people with social media stuff. So while Frank is not muted and is knocking his microphone around, I'm sure he'll love that. Uh, I want to remind each and every one of you to be sure to check us out over on Twitter and Instagram at NoBearLeftCast. If you're one of the Facebook adopters and you're all like, Brian, I like, I'm like i reaching out to you on Facebook, why am I not getting any hits back? And it's because I don't have Facebook on my phone, so it, like I, if I catch a response over there, I might reply back, but most likely, if you want to holler at us, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at NoBearLeftCast again. And then also be sure that you uh, uh, subscribe wow. to us over on whatever podcast directory you use uh, to make sure that you never miss an episode whenever we down, you know, whenever we upload. And Frank, your, your microphone was hot the entire time. Oh, uh, Yeah, caught shit. you knocking it around and everything. It was perfect. We were talking about uploading the downloads? Uploading the downloads. But perfect timing because um, that closed out my social media segment. So what did you what want mean? to bring up to me, buddy?
1: Yeah no so, um, I've been a little heated as of late. Okay, um, on the stupid people front. Okay, and I know it's very judgmental, but I I think I've I've you know like how the baby boomers are self centered and um, like they're a generation that's known for their self centered short sighted. Behavior. Hot take. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So I figured out, I think, our generation and younger, what we need to be very careful of. Okay. And it is the hot take. And the hot take without like a thorough understanding of what you're even talking about. Okay. I feel like we've empowered people to be just dangerous enough in a subject area that where like they fool people or they can fool themselves into thinking they've got it figured out, but they're actually very far off. Fair. Gotcha. Okay. So <clears throat> the reason I feel this way is we are we're in a in a a cycle of like severely misinformed um individuals spewing bullshit and whether it whether they're willfully misinformed or um, they just are oblivious I guess Yeah, Um, they, they form opinions and then they go out and kind of massacre the airwaves with them and they're not right like they'll use statistics to back something up but then when you go look at the statistics you realize the flaws in the methodology for gathering the stat right and they can be so blatant that the stat Shouldn't even be used to back anything up, right? Right, so it's clear that the person who did the poll either had an agenda or only knew enough about polling to conduct a poll but didn't really understand what the methodology how in- and how to interpret that
0: data correctly, yeah,
1: or how to interpret their data co- correctly or whatever. Because what made it like very obvious to me that this is something we need to be very careful of and it's happening actively is not everybody's first like stats class where they go, you can make statistics say anything or no, it's not the first propaganda I read. It's the fact that like people who like are most equipped to back up an opinion or to present an opinion are getting fooled by this shit. Right. So one of the examples is there was an article in the New York times about the um, punishments in men's tennis versus women's tennis and the guy just listed the number of infractions that were punished in men's versus women's and to the ill-informed observer that would suggest that if men have more right Serena Williams and her complaint doesn't have much credence now that was the argument this man was trying to make unfortunately you cannot have that discussion without understanding how many incidents total happened within both spheres and then dividing that up by the number of averages and then saying okay on the whole they get punished more per incident than men do right so that's a valid statistical analysis the new york times reporter editor i'm sure they send it to some statistics guy i would hope i I don't even know
0: but depends on if it's um, what, what part of the paper it's appearing in Anyways, made it past all of them, got published. And then when the guy
1: was when they point so Serena Williams' husband, which Neil Beer left behind falls on Twitter because he's hilarious, posted this whole diatribe on Twitter about like why the stats weren't supporting of the guy's, like he was he was debunking his own argument with the stats presented. Right. By virtue of him not even understanding what he was trying to discuss. Right? So he he wrote this whole thing, and then this guy doubled down and presented a different angle to the argument, but it was essentially the same statistics. So he just did it with cash fines this time, like the size of the fine. And I'm guessing it's like a three-parter, right? Like it's probably wrote three-part story and releasing it day by day. But anyways, I don't know. So yeah, my hot take
0: is that hot takes
1: are something that our generation will be like – just roasted over the coals for for quite some time
0: well so like here in dallas um police shootings of unarmed black men is kind of hot hot topic at the moment because a man was shot in his own apartment by an off-duty police officer for no Brian, fucking reason. reason she
1: said what are you doing in my
0: house yeah yeah and by her house she means the apartment that you fucking barged into which was Brian, not her apartment and
1: that Females' homes is every home,
0: right? I guess white a white female's home is wherever she is. So yeah, so that brings me to a statistic that was shared with me by a family member who, again, like I thought was absolutely ridiculous. And when I share, you know, explained the errors in his ways, he refused to listen. But the stat that there are as many white men shot by police officers as there are black men, and disregarding the whole unarmed part of the argument that is being made um then you could make the argument that uh the equal number of races being shot is okay if there were equal number of people in each race but there are not at all so they're on the at face value what you've just told me is a higher percentage of black people get shot by police officers than white people. Yeah. And like, that's what fucking kills me. Like you're doubling down on this ridiculous little stat that you've made up and you're not looking at what you're saying, the the ridiculousness of what you're saying.
1: Well, you're just proving your ignorance and that's the thing, right? Like we don't, we teach, we teach people to be generalists, which is fine. But when it comes to something that is as exact Right. It's trying to prove racial profiling or try to, trying to prove favoritism or you cannot be a generalist. You need to understand what you're dealing with. You need to understand the subject matter. Right. You need to understand the questions you're asking. So that's that is that is what I'm seeing. It's just we have all these generalists rolling around in society trying to argue with like actual experts about what's happening. And it's a lot of the time it's our generation doing it. And it's like it's not, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how we got to be here. Maybe it's the like just absolute disinvestment in education where we can only teach people the surface of everything.
0: It's that, and so I blame that. Internet anonymity helps because you don't have to be held accountable for any wrong shit that you've ever said. You can also double down that much easier in the wrong shit that you're saying. Yeah. You're not, no one's going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me. <clears throat> no one's gonna ever look at you in the face, call you a fuckhead in in real life. And if they do, you should whine about it and move on. You don't you don't see them ever again. It's the same mentality of yelling at someone in your car versus yelling at someone in, at the supermarket. When you're in your car, you have no problem, you know, giving somebody the bird and tell them to fuck off. But in the supermarket, if somebody cuts in line in front of you, what are you just gonna do? Be like, sir, sir, we're we'll standing in line here. Okay, fine, whatever. But- Neither one of those scenarios should anyone ever cut in line, but the reactions are the same. Also, um, like, it's... That whole quick... Quick... uh, What am I trying to think of? It's like a dopamine drop of, like, whenever you... Shit talk someone or anger somebody online or hell, even drop a dank meme on somebody online. You're like, Yeah, that was good, man. I got somebody good or I made somebody laugh. Like, okay, did you or did you piss off a lot of other fucking people? And in real life, like as normal people grow up talking to one another, you don't really, like, unless you are a complete and utter asshole, you're not pissing off a quarter of the people in the room to make three quarters of the people laugh. You're not. And I feel like that's a lot of what I don't know. It it it, it plays a part in what you're in what you're pissed about, and rightfully so.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, obviously, uh, a joke to own the libs or a joke to own the conservatives isn't always a joke in jest unless they brought it on themselves.
0: And even um, then, like, just don't fucking make it. Like you, you've got yeah, everyone's got so way better joke, shit to do. Right. There. Ted
1: Cruz's jokes write themselves. Ted Cruz
0: is dumb and no one likes him is not a joke. That is a fucking fact.
1: Yeah, but he owns every joke. He earns every single joke coming his way. Come on now. He, He passed the basketball through his legs and racked himself. That he, Any joke coming after that is earned. It's what, just what it is.
0: What annoys me is people are looking at that and like, nah, he's kind of likable. Nah, yeah, he's funny. He, oh, he's, he's making jokes about Beto O'Rourke is going to outlaw barbecue if he wins. Did you see that tweet that he had the uh, other night? That was a joke? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't, I, I didn't see the tweet. I just as, saw a bunch
1: of news stories come out after. it, As, just, as um,
0: noted by all the laughing, crying emojis that he posted at the end of uh, the tweet. But, like, th- that's what didn't, annoys I didn't me. I not see the tweet. Is everybody's like, he's a kind of lackable guy. Well, he's kind of like a fucking asshole, so you shouldn't vote for him. And you should vote for Beto. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what it boils down to. I, uh, fucking, I fucking not want to deal with that shit.
1: No, I agree. Fuck that, Cruz. He deserves every joke ever made about him. Um, he deserves I... to
0: lose. I don't, even want to, I don't even want to make a joke. I don't want to waste my time making jokes. I just want him to lose. I will
1: say, that's just something that annoyed me, because... We're getting to be like, so in this administration, they have to grasp at straws to show economic improvement because quite frankly, it's not there, right? Uh, Not there to the level where they promised it would be. It's not there. It won't be there. Um, Our economic growth cycle is coming to an end. Uh, It's the way economies work. The business cycle goes and then it contracts and it goes again and it contracts and it goes again. That's why you don't see innovation at the level today as it was in 2009. So whatever, it's fine. Go defy the odds, Trump, MAGA. It's fine. Um, but I saw today the latest thing to come out was Social Security checks are increasing at the highest percentage year over year that, since 2011. Now, while this is true you also have to understand why social security checks increase and social security checks don't just increase because the government's like hey yeah trump's president here's a raise they are only allowed to increase without congressional approval an amount that is tied to inflation and that's 0.1 percent above inflation, and this is called the cost of living adjustment that happens every fucking year. Yeah. So what they do is when the cost of living adjustment is coming up, which is in October, they take July, August, and September's inflation numbers, which are annualized, and they add 0.1% above the average of those three numbers. That's what it is. Inflation hasn't been a part of this economy because we didn't give rich people tax cuts just to put money in the pockets of rich people. We don't have tariff wars. We don't have price increases that were undue and unburdensome on the American consumer. Now we have those things. Now you see inflation kind of kicking up a little bit and it's not going to go out of control. It'll go for a little bit and then it'll come back down because there's no economic growth behind this inflation. Right. Um, so, um, our inflation is really actually quite honestly being caused by the increased deficit spending by the government. Um, and and that's a whole different story but regardless in, inflation is happening so now because inflation is happening social security checks are going up and they are ca- they are calling this a win for Trump like fox news had this as a whole fucking thing 3.1% increase or upwards of 3% increase in social security checks year over year thank you Trump i mean this is the kind of stuff that happens when you empower people just enough to know that, like, an increase in checks is a good thing, but not enough to understand that it's a cost of living adjustment and what that means. Right. And that infuriates me because it's, it is willful ing- ignorance on the part of Americans. It just is willful ignorance. This is like the sky is purple. We all know it's blue. Someone told us it's purple, so it's purple. And now we do nothing else to go, okay, maybe it's not purple. We
0: we own the libs and to tell them, telling them yeah. it's purple.
1: I so anyways, that, that's, yeah, that, that did make me angry, but, um, Brian, just to, um, bring it back to last cast, which I really think people should listen to because there's a really good segment at the end of it with, uh, the best of the world. Yes. Essentially yes. Uh, for 2018. Um, if you recall, uh, the best news source, according to the average American,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, what what was that?
0: That would be the Weather Channel, Frank.
1: Okay, so huge setback for their credibility this weekend um, <laughs> hey. with Hurricane Florence. It was <laughs> really <laughs> tragic. Uh, they they have often had trouble with live shots, but. Normally, it's fools running around naked mm-hmm. with, uh, usually or with whatever. dildos
0: or sex toys involved, yeah, yeah,
1: this weekend they were caught <laughs> uh they were really caught fake news in it, I would say it, it, in 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 a situation where it was unnecessary to be honest, like um Jim cantori, I guess now a lot of his his reports of the past are called into question here, but uh, this guy was standing on a what I could only imagine being a like a an apartment building lawn somewhere uh, in the middle, maybe just right outside his hotel, probably in North Carolina. And he, uh, yeah, he was leaning into a non-existent wind. Yeah, um, no, I people saw that background. With no wind blowing on them, so he had to have been like in a wind tunnel or
0: something. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> this this is not. I mean, it, it happens every hurricane season where somebody like overdoes their overdramatizes their shit. I was talking to you over the weekend that you can always tell how good a storm is going to be and how dangerous it's going to be based on who they send to cover it. So if they send the big guys, you know it's going to be just dangerous enough to get some shit coverage. I mean, like you're going to go 24 hours. If they send the no-name people, like it's either going to be nothing, and they're going to have to like wade in waist-deep water while people are walking around like on their knees like while other people yeah. are walking around ankle-deep water, Or they're gonna get the fuck they're gonna get blown away and like they might actually die. Like so they didn't send any news reporters to the Philippines to cover that goddamn typhoon that was like lifting planes off the ground and shit. So you know. (laughs) It's it's absolutely
1: but I mean it's just like why why does the the average news outlet think that this is I, I guess a lot of people tune into these storm stories. I
0: Oh, dude, there's old people jacking off at their house right now thinking about all the death and destruction. Like, oh my god, I hope they I hope they planned right. Oh my god, I bet those shelves are so empty, there's no milk or bread anywhere out there. Oh, Jim Cantori's there. Holy shit, this is gonna be a good one. This is gonna be a good one.
1: And I mean, I enjoy every extreme weather event as much as the average meteorologist that sits at home, but yeah. Um I I don't think they're the opportune time for uh shenanigans no. and
0: <laughs> no fuckery and we, should be done during those times
1: yeah you don't need to it's already bad enough and they have like one of the more classic ones was when a reporter was canoeing mm-hmm. on a road and mm-hmm. these people come by and waiters and the water's like ankle deep mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so when these things happen it just
0: it doesn't it go well free-
1: no, no, it doesn't. So it's going to it's going to hurt their reputation as the number one news outlet in America for the Weather Channel. because mm-hmm. it um, I, I can imagine if the poll was conducted today, Brian, you would see those stats drop drastically and they would probably enter
0: the fake news world. I doubt it. I really do. <laughs> I don't think the people who voted for fucking Dunkin Donuts as being the best coffee place or I'm sorry, Krispy Kreme as Krispy the best co- a coffee place. Yeah. They're not changing their votes. They're very set in their ways.
1: No, oh, they're the
0: maggots. And speaking of, I uh, gave Dunkin' Donuts a shot this weekend on our way back from Austin, because um, you know I shit talked them pretty hard last week or whenever it was, just in you general. Did. And uh, I was like, you know what? I didn't give them a fa- maybe I didn't give them a fair shake. Let's give them another shot. And the verdict is, they still fucking suck. Like I don't know how those people stay in business. I really don't. They're very nice. You- they're very nice. The customer service that we had and the one in South Austin was superb. But food was terrible, and the coffee sucked asshole.
1: <laughs> Here's what I'll say. I have noticed a distinct difference between Dunkin' here and Dunkin' in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't know what it is, but I will, I, I'll leave it at that. If you, if you want to give true Dunkin' Donuts a shot, and I'm not saying it's, it's phenomenal and life-changing. It is not. It is a coffee shop with donuts. Or I guess a donut shop with coffee is what there I would say. Is. But
0: yeah.
1: it's, it's fine. Like it's not phenomenal, it's not bad, What you pay for it's probably the right amount. Like it just is, and
0: it's in crazy. the same in
1: the same way Jack in the Box is, right? Ah, like ooh. you, you know, if you go to Jack in the Box, you're like, okay, this will be fine, it'll be fine, and it's just a touch possibly of my chicken will be undercooked, but I shouldn't <laughs> order chicken
0: here anyway. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just eating the tacos to soak up the uh, the beer. Uh okay so you've heard a couple of uh pops and uh, a, a chuckle or two happening in the background. I think it's um, snap as well. A snap a crackle. crackle as well. Those are desk pops. Those are desk pops. Well Parker we are getting ready to close this out. Um do you awesome. have any uh, uh parting words or uh, words of wisdom you'd like to share with our with our peeps?
2: Uh no not necessarily. Um I would like to share real quick my beer that i'm consuming currently it's near and dear to my heart it's uh from the cayman islands and it's k brew it's a premium light lager it's pretty much the national beer there uh similar to how el presidente is you know the go-to beer for uh the dr yeah um and so I've been to came in twice, and uh, each time I drank a heavy, heavy amount of this beer in particular. And there's nothing; it's not like there's nothing exceptional about it necessarily. Um, it's a just a good light lager, honestly. Um, but it's it's kind of one of those like my um, fat tire, you know. It, has good memories uh associated with it and so my brother um was just there i don't know last week yeah two weeks ago and he brought me back a couple and uh kudos to him i don't know you know if he keistered him here or what however they they came uh they came and maybe he did too um but uh, yeah it's a great beer and i toured the brewery down there whenever i was down there the last time and Little place, so shout out to K Brew in uh, Grand Cayman. If you're ever there, go check it out. Uh, people are super friendly and they do brewery tours like you know, most reputable breweries that give a shit about customer service. Um, plain little facility, and I have a prize uh, beer opener from there that I that, that I also cherish. Uh, so, K Brew, nice. and then uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be following that with a, a 90 minute IPA.
0: Oh shit. Gonna be a big night for for Low Parker.
2: Yeah, I got some chores to do so you know, I tend to kind of get a little sideways. mix shit Is more this variable. a house cleaning night? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of got to do some dishes. Parker, I'm gonna I I got to do some repairs on the camper.
0: Oh, wow. I repairs uh was on the camper Hold on. That's that's second house chores. <laughs> what kind of <laughs> what kind of repairs are you doing at night on your camper?
1: Well, I Hold on, I hold on. I'm sorry. Before, before, before you answer this, this man also mows his lawn at night. Hey, I mowed the true. lawn tonight like a, with a. Okay, with no, a- no, 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 no. At midnight, you don't turn that shit <laughs> off. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, no, he does. He's like, oh, it's I white noise in the background. No, I'm pretty sure uh. your neighbors. If you weren't the oldest member of the neighborhood by like grandfathered in clauses of your parents living there, you would have been
2: murdered by now. <laughs> well, the plus side is that. All my neighbors are like 108 years old. <laughs> They're deaf. Um, they can't hear. And yeah, they can't hear. So,
1: so really, <laughs> if you a,
2: started at seven, they'd already be in bed anyway. So it doesn't <laughs> know, for sure. I got a hellacious light that I put on the handlebars on my push mower, and I mean, I might as well be mowing at high noon. It's awesome. I um I I
0: had a light that I bought for my camera rig that I showed that I showed Frank over the weekend. And uh, I held that in my hand while I pushed the other, you know, pushed with the other hand, and it yeah. did. It lit up my backyard like it was high noon. It was great. Dude,
2: once you mow at midnight, you never go back. Well, I'm definitely not going to mow <laughs> I, at midnight.
1: I, I, I mean, wouldn't be alive. <laughs> yeah, no.
2: The
0: cops would shoot me in the backyard just out of principle.
1: <laughs> once you mow at midnight, you never go. No, no. Once you mow at midnight, you don't you're, breathe.
2: You're not
0: invited back. Dude.
2: They will- yeah. Hey, I'm on the HOA. Okay, I can I can walk around my front yard naked and that get this, away with it. Isn't that that is that how it America. works? That, that is America. That is America. Okay, yeah. officer, I'm on the HOA board.
1: He just got a he just got a uh, a tattoo that says "El Presidente"
0: Cross his <laughs> belly button. Like only only English. shows
1: when he's wearing no shirt and no
0: pants. That's what he calls mowing it's attire. All. Yeah, it's yeah. my mower look. God
1: Listen, man. Debbie, you're not supposed to be out here. It's pitch black. What the fuck do you mean I'm naked? How would you even know? You're not wearing your glasses. Shut up, Debbie. I'm going inside.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds way too real. It sounds like it was close to home, Frank.
2: <laughs> yeah, sounds like you. You
0: and Debbie. Your neighbor and Debbie.
2: <laughs> Got no Debbies in my neighborhood. <laughs> what about that deaf dog sitter that? Oh my god. Had sex in your bed. Shut
1: the fuck up, Park. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think that oh, story is right. Right. for
0: another night. All right. <laughs> uh, you, have, you have two minutes for a grinds
1: my gear, then we close out.
2: Dude, I don't
1: really think I have any
2: grinds my You don't have any? No.
1: Man, you haven't really? been on the show in quite some time. I can't believe nothing's been bothering you. Well, you don't have one built you know, up,
2: ready in the chamber? Maybe. Let me check my folder here, real quick. Bear with me. You got to check um, his. He, notes. Does
1: save a, he does save a, a notes on his phone whenever he thinks of a topic. Just for the next time he's on I started
0: doing that and then I went back and I went back and looked at my notes and I was like, you sound like a fucking crazy person so I deleted them. <laughs>
2: dude I feel like I could take my notes because like I don't delete them I just like you know mark them as used and um, I feel like I could take my notes and do like a one hellacious um, manifesto. uh, Comedy Central presents Parker fucking grinds my gears for an hour and a half right (laughs) okay like it would just be super negative and I'd get everything out and then I'd just that'd be it maybe not Comedy Central presents maybe like the local comedy club that just opened up and they're struggling for anybody anybody to come in there the chuckle hut you know yeah Um, no I don't honestly I don't think I have any right now maybe I'm just trying to like turn a new page here and just let stuff let Let life ride. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I mean, because people are always going to piss you off, right? And like, I don't know. It just fuck. It adds up and adds up, and then you see people jump out of their cars and murder somebody in broad daylight. <laughs> oh like, wow. Right? I think We call those people Something's really grinding his gears.
0: <laughs> All
1: right. He's really grinding his life down to a pulp.
2: Yeah. some yeah. Now maybe not to that extreme, but you know what I mean. Like, kind of the same thing with the politics shit. I don't let it uh, weigh heavy on my heart because.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Got other so, shit going on. What I do, what I do have, kind of. I mean, the next time you play Mario Kart, will you be Mushroom Man? Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's the real. Have question. you guys ever eaten mushrooms? I hate. the real mm. stuff no like no salads? not like on a fucking pizza, oh, yeah trying, like Talkin magic mushrooms. Magic mushrooms. Oh, you're no. talking about sh- yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Also, if you call it if you call it the cool slang word, then people are supposed to know, right. You can't order a Papa John's Pizza and say, put some pepperoni on there and some shrooms too, please? <laughs> I don't think
1: you can, actually.
2: <laughs> Why not? I,
1: I'm pretty sure at that point you're like, they go, yeah, we'll also have the FBI here when you get here. <laughs> like, yeah. Fucking narc. You, <laughs> yeah, you just order fucking <laughs> shrooms from a
2: Domino's. What kind of a drug addict are you? <laughs> Psychedelics. No, I, I never have. I had friends in high school that did, and... I always regret not, just because <laughs> why not? I mean, you only live once, right? I'm not trying to advocate using heroin or anything, but... <laughs> That's true, <sighs> right. <laughs> I mean, again, you know, kind of like marijuana, it grows out of the ground, naturally. Yeah, no, they
1: actually, it. this time of the year in South Texas, they grow in your garden.
2: Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, and if you know what you're looking for, apparently... Um, that's what if you see random like fucking hippies, people foraging. with beanies on, in September on the side of the road uh, with a hacky sack, they're probably looking for shrooms. That makes um, sense. I, did you guys real quick on the topic? Uh, did you guys see that the OxyContin maker also got the patent for uh, the opioid addiction uh, drug? No yeah, like um it's a drug that's supposed to, you know, basically help wean people off. Oh. oh well, so they're double dipping, yeah, they're no. both sides of it. That's convenient. Yeah, isn't it? Love don't you love that. that? That's good. Um, it's- dude, our FDA just I don't I mean it's 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 almost like Trump has been running our FDA for the last forty years somehow um is the level of incompetency that is a, a, a muck in the f d a um if you guys watch uh bleeding edge on netflix Mm-mm. it's uh very eye opening as to how i don't know shitty our f d a is on, in terms of everything you know you can uh, basically you can just tell the f d a that um you did your own studies and everything checked out okay, and they're like, "Okay, um,
0: here you go. We're n- going to grant you a patent. No further questions." Yeah. So everything seems to be on the up and up here. Yeah, well, that makes yeah. Sense. It's, it's, and, uh, it's, that's not it's even a great documentary.
1: It's not even discussing the revolving door between the FDA and drug companies and um, medical device companies. So they will have a lot of the people reviewing the work. They'll review their peers' work like their friends, co-workers. Yeah, and
2: it's like, that's not a conflict of interest, my ass. Well, that's what this specifically covers is medical devices. Medical devices are even more lenient. Uh, They're more lenient on medical devices. Um, Just as long as your product is somewhat similar, uh, you know, 80% similar to something else that's already on the market and and approved. Well, guess what? That same thing was also similar to something else from 10 years prior and 10 years, you know, so you've got this primitive technology and they don't even and and by that loophole they don't even have to do like trials or you know human studies yep. with this device. they just say ah we think this is going to stick uh so let's let's go for it bill and then <laughs> then you get the you know did you use so and so hip replacement from 1997 to 2001 well okay great yeah let's pay out i don't know 50 million dollars in uh wrongful whatever lawsuits um, that's a drop in the bucket to the, you know, four hundred million they made or whatever it is. So they right. just don't give a shit at that point and They pay it out because they've already padded their pockets.
1: Yeah, so, I but- will. I will absolutely agree with the fact that medical device companies, pharmaceutical companies, Wall Street, oil company—they're all the same level of fucking corrupt as shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I have no respect for anything that those people do whatsoever. Like quite frankly, we have amazing medical breakthroughs that happen in this country and that's phenomenal. But those people take advantage of people through pricing schemes, through um, straight up uh, cartels that they form to make sure that these prices keep staying at the levels that they are. I'm not really certain that it, Like the cost to society isn't almost as like great as the benefit. Like it it
2: almost take one step forward and two steps back.
1: Yeah, hey, you're alive, but you owe us five hundred million dollars. Like, okay, well that was great. You could just left me there. Thank you. Right. (laughs) Are you really alive when you owe that much money? (laughs) I mean the fuck. Take your dignity. Unbelievable.
2: That's terrible. But That's where we're at. So uh, that's all I got. Check out Bleeding Edge on Netflix. It's legit, and it will have you angry. Cool. And Villem Villem will be very
1: pissed if we don't mention the fact that you should check out Kim's Convenience while you're doing okay. it. Okay. Well.
2: Yes.
0: Be sure For to sure. do that. Don't tell Villem that I fell asleep watching Kim's Convenience at your house.
1: Well, you were. Brian was very tired.
0: I was so tired from being up all day drinking. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Look at this. Right Perfect at timing. End, right. All right, guys. Well, while Frank goes on mute, I'm going to play us out here. Um, it was enjoyable, as always, getting to hang out, spend an hour and a half with you fine folks. We hope you enjoyed. If you did, please feel free. We will feel obligated, but definitely feel free to go over to iTunes and uh, wherever it's possible to leave reviews for podcasts. Leave a review for us. And uh, like I said, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Hit us up over on the social media accounts at No Beer Left Cast on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I wanted to say a big shout out to the fine folks at the Growler Express that uh, were kind enough to hang out with us last Friday night when we were down in Austin. Thanks to you guys. Uh, another shout out to Celis uh, Brewery in Austin for hooking us up. It was a fun, fun time. And. Um, yeah, uh, we'll have to maybe in another episode uh, discuss, do a quick uh, NBLB review of the places we visited down in Austin. It'll be fun. I completely forgot that I traveled half a state away to uh, come visit you this weekend, Frank. We, got, we gotta we do a co-cast with those guys, too. We should. Yeah. Um. It was fun, yeah, I and uh, I appreciate it. Um, Frank, thank you for the hospitality. It was a good time down there. And until next time, ladies and gents brian in north texas i'm out
2: hey uh got it got hit up by a custom bottle opener uh dude that wants to sponsor the cast so we'll take that off the air uh first time caller long time listener um so maybe we'll have him on soon uh yeah thanks for listening you guys are hot love you stay classy san diego for parker and tulsa i'm out san
1: diego uh, for Frank in far 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 west shithole Texas Houston um, just one last thing, Brian you're the only person who drives three hours thinking that's half a state I'm out <laughs> <laughs>